can't swatch in store? Finding your perfect foundation match is basically impossible right now. That's why Il Maquillage's online quiz is such a game changer. It finds your perfect match in seconds from the comfort of your own home. And it gets even better. With Try Before You Buy, you can try your full-size shade at home free for 14 days. So convenient in times like these. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. It just seems like when I, when the, the, like, and I, I call it like the braids phase of R.L. Osborne, but it's like, suddenly it looked like you were having fun again is what my point was, what I was getting at. Did it, did it seem like towards the end you, you started having fun with it a little bit more after like all the, the pressure of like, maybe, I don't know if there was pressure, but like the, the corporateness of, of freestyle went away and it seemed like you and Chris Day and like Augustine and like Grasso like you guys were doing it for fun and like yeah. the street writing happened and like, is that accurate or uh, is that? Yeah, it is. You know, the when he first asked me that, I was like, I don't think that's really, but really that is kind of what happened. It was, uh, I remember, you know, okay. I've had long hair since I was like six, you know, and my friends were dirt bags, man. We wiped our shirts like this, <laughs> same shirt every day, same jeans, we just were, we were dirty, long hair. We had long hair because we didn't want to get it cut. You know, there's no other reason, but that's who I was. And in, in Soledad, they were all like that. We were all just like that way, you know? But um, this kid asked me later on, you know, then I cut my hair when freestyle to look good for the corporate things. And they were, the magazine wanted to bring in Coke and these big companies. And so we cleaned up and, um, then I grew my hair back out, like what you're talking about and started doing all these things. And this kid goes, this kid asked me, I was at a contest. He goes, Hey man, can we do an interview? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, so, you know, what's with the uh, tattoos and the, and the long hair and, and the torn jeans and everything. <laughs> Cause he was like, he knew me as clean cut. Right. I'm like, no man, the clean cut was an act. I'm just a dirty guy. That's it. I wear long <laughs> hair wear my pants when they're comfortable, you know, and um, it just kind of blew my mind, you know, but it also, I was like growing up and I'm saying, you know, I was getting to that point where I'm going to go, I'm doing this the way I want to do it. I'm, I'm going to be real to myself, be who I am, you know, and that, that was uh, being honest with myself of who I am. That was, that's like one of the biggest, best things I've gone through in my life, you know? It felt like we got you back, to be honest with you. I know, Craig, I'm sorry to jump in there, dude, but like, I know Craig's dying to ask you a question, but it, just just to kind of cap it, dude, gr like, you know, I, I remember like going back to those days when it was like watching you in the background, like in the backyard, watching Scott jump into the pool with Mike and all those guys. It was like, there's yeah. there's my friend RL, then there was corporate RL. And, yeah. and to be honest with you, it was hard to relate to you in those in those days. I tried to keep up. I tried to be like the clean cut kid too. Yeah. Um. But then, man, I got to tell you, the the minute I saw those braids and like the tank top cut down to like cut down to like the bottom, you know, and, and you're doing that like cyborg, uh, you know, hang five. 
Yeah. It was such a cool feeling, man. Like I get, I, you can't see it, but I got goosebumps. Cause I'm like, man, there's my friend again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the kid yeah. I grew up with, it was like, there's RL, RL's back. Yeah. You know, I think we all in our little group of friends, we're like, fuck yeah, man. RL's back, dude. Look, you can just see it. And you could like, you can almost see it in your, in your face. Like the, the RL face of like, just that grin, that grin ear to ear grin of like, you know, like the, the, the pictures got, got a little bit more like, like, raw is the way I would say, you know, like, I I think you just posted something on your Instagram or your Facebook um, of just doing like, you're like, Hey, I'm not touching the, like in this picture, I'm not touching the fence. Um, You know, you had your hand back and you're like, I'm not grabbing the fence for balance. Right. 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 But like, dude, that was like, look at your face in there. And it just looks like there's pure joy again. And I think that's really kind of what we all, what we all saw and experienced. I appreciate, I'm glad that we kind of connected that way because, uh, you're exactly right. That's what I was. It was like last night when I saw your tattoos, I was like, all right, this guy's got a little, little depth to him, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I, I think we're on the same page. Definitely. Yeah. And I was only going to say, like, I was thinking back to that comment you made RL about, you know, getting the braids and wanting to get attention and probably shunning the, the, the uniforms and all this. And it reminded me, and we talked about this a while ago, Isaac. Of and I was telling Isaac, go on YouTube, dude. You got to see this. And I remember this as a kid. And I was, and since you said getting attention when you did the uh, That's Incredible show, because um, I used to watch that religiously. And I was like, I remember this. It was you racing a like a thoroughbred horse or something. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, now that I hear this, I'm going. Now was that for having fun or getting attention, or was that like a, you know, like a corporate? thing that they're like, Hey, we want to put you on this show and we're going to put you up against a horse and all this. And you're like, ah, oh, dude, yeah, I want the attention, but I don't want to do this. You know, what was that kind of like how that went? Was that a thing that you were into or was it like, I got to do this because uh, I'm now in the, the, the corporatized world of BMX. Oh, I was willing to do anything, man. I didn't care. You know, I'd race a horse. Um, but um, this, the national Enquirer called me. Remember that? Oh yeah. National Enquirer. I love those magazines, by the way, whether they're true or not. I don't know, but I love them. They're all true. They are true. (laughs) They're all all true. (laughs) I think so, man. Like the alien stuff, definitely. 100%. That's how they communicate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Elvis was an alien, bro. (laughs) I don't think he's dead either. Nor is Michael Jackson. Nope. That's another story. Um, (laughs) I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, in National Enquirer. This guy, Jamie Budge, was a photographer from National Enquirer. I guess he had an idea and he needed a gig, you know, he needed to create something to sell to the national Enquirer, and national Enquirer was behind it. And he said, how do you feel about racing a horse? I said, yeah, do it. And so we went out and, uh, you know, started checking it out. And, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard that whole story about the horse, the first horse I beat and all that. No, man, I did keep going, dude. Really? Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So we, he goes, meet me at the equestrian center. So we're out at Griffith park equestrian center. This place is serious, man. It was like, I was starting to get an impression of what I got myself into. And, um, so he had national Enquirer, and, um, that's incredible. They were all behind it, willing to do it. And this lady, man, you know, like her, she was so freaking competitive, right? She's competing around the world on horses. Right. And she's laughing. We were going to do a drag race. I don't know, a couple hundred feet. And she's like, there's no way this guy on a bicycle is going to compete with my horse. Just no way. 
She says, you're wasting my time is what she said. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Be good. Yeah. Come on. Come on, girl. So we had this drag race and I smoked her. I just fucking smoked her, man. <laughs> and I'm like, I just kept my cool, you know, let her simmer in her misery. And she goes, no, let's do it again. So we did it again. I smoked a horse again. She disappeared. And Jamie's like, well, shit, man. I don't know what we're going to do now. And then he goes, I'll call you as soon as we hear something. The lady shipped a horse in from Europe that was going to be in the Olympics or something. Full on racehorse, right? And I'm like, oh, wow, this is getting serious. And uh, so while she was doing that, they started building the track, right? And my stunt coordinator was Spanky Spangler. I don't, I don't know if you know who that guy is, but he's done some take a go-kart over like 10 cars, cartwheels. I mean, he's, he's nuts, right? Um, but he was my um, stunt coordinator, which was really good to have because we built the, they built this track for me, which is only four feet wide, which kind of sucked, but it was cool. And it had jumps over, over these bars and stuff. And I came back the next day and Spanky was pissed, man. Not at me, but he was yelling at the producer or whoever's, whatever that guy was. And I'm like, what's the big deal? He goes, go look at your jumps. I'm like, they look okay. He goes, that jumps two feet higher. So the producers came back in the middle of the night and they wanted more action. So they raised the jumps up. Oh. Spanky inspected the track the next day and found it. And he said, oh yeah, this happens all the time. Right. And I'm like, wow. I mean, that just blew my mind. They you wanted know, I, the wow I, factor. Yeah, well, I really like Spanky after that. I felt like I had a bodyguard, you know? I'm like, man. And um, so they argued, man. I mean, they got into it. And um, I just sat and watched it all unfold. And he got my jump straightened out. They were pretty big, too. Four feet. I couldn't see my landing. And I had four feet to land on. And it was just like this. The wood was lapped over on the other one, you know? Um, But... That lady wanted to beat me so bad. Did you know? In fact, I don't know if you guys know this. When a horse is racing, they know exactly how many strides that horse will make on that particular track. The width of his feet when they're open, exactly. They know 10, 12, whatever. Well, she was whipping this horse so bad because she wanted to beat me now (laughs) that he skipped or she skipped two strides. The horse skipped two strides on that little tiny track, which was like, if you're an, a horse person, that's a mind blower. You know, I, I didn't grasp it till I was like 40 years old, but, um, and the horse really dug me too. At the end, the horse would come over to me and I'd pet it. And she didn't like that a whole bunch either, but the horse beat me two out of three. And, uh, one thing that happened was really cool is horses have this thing where if something flashes in front of them, and I don't, I don't care if this is a horse from God, if it flashes and they want to stop, they dig their paws into the ground and they stop, man. I mean, full bore and it takes them like two feet. Right. And the horse, we were going over the water hole and the horse got a glimmer of the water and she just uh, buried her feet. And the lady went right over the horse into the water. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and that's crazy. She had to ship a horse in from Europe. Like, nah, dude, this guy ain't getting on my horse, getting over me on my horse, bro. The best yeah, part, dude, all I can imagine, all I can imagine, dude, is like that scene from Rocky where like 
she took her horse, like juiced it up like Ivan Drago, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just brought it back, brought in like a ringer horse. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, there was no rules, you know, I, I was, all I could think about, well, I should call Greg Hill, man. I'll get Greg Hill out here. He was like the number one pro at the time and faster than shit. And, um, but you know, I, that wouldn't, they wanted me to do it. And so I, I did, but, um, and I, you know, I'd raced BMX and I was pretty fast at times. Um, but, um, I don't know. I felt like the horse did me right when she kicked her over <laughs> into that water. Oh man. I was like, this is priceless. You just can't beat that. You know, did you turn around give him a little nod. Like, thanks bro. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He winked at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So that's how that all came about. Um, my favorite memory from like that show dude was like, and this has nothing to do with BMX, but it was like, uh, I remember they, they like, this dude was like going to catch a bullet in his teeth. And I'm like, that just doesn't happen. There's no way dude. And yeah. like, um, like they did it, they set it up and they had like this big, like dramatic thing. And I remember dude, it was on, I think it was on Sunday nights or something like that was, that's incredible. So I was like in my pajamas and I was like ready to like, I'm just like, dude's going to catch a bullet this is super dangerous. And they had the music all dun, 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 you know? And like, um, and they had like, uh, what was it? Kathy something. I don't remember like the three of them, but it Kathy was like Rig- Kathy Lee, Kathy Rigby. Yeah. Rigby. But was it Kathy Lee Rigby? No, maybe, but you're right. Rigby. Rigby. John, and John Rigby. Davidson, John Davidson, dude. Oh, hell yeah, Davidson. Dude. yeah. Yeah. And, um, so they're all sitting there and they're all stressed out. And I'm like, man, this is like, and hearing like the story of like how sketchy it was for you and you're like, yeah, it was kind of sketchy. Like it's, I'm starting to think like this might've been real. And so like <laughs> the dudes, like, you know, they, they get up and they prove it's like a real gun. So they shoot an apple and then they yeah. put the dude there. And then like they did the, they did the, 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 the shot and then they cut to commercial and they're like, yeah, something bad happened. And then they, they showed like an ambulance, like taking this dude off. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure they just shot that. I shot yeah. that poor bastard, dude. After hearing RL's story, yeah. they yeah. that night that night they probably changed the caliber of the gun or something. You know, yeah. Yeah. we need it's a faster a bullet. <laughs> we need a faster bullet. What do you mean? I got to wear a blindfold? Yeah. <laughs> I heard about things. You know, Mike and I did this this show in Venezuela with a guy that threw a- axes at a girl that was spinning, and. Oh. And then the the world champion yo-yo guy was on the same show. So at night, we were in the guy's room that did the yo-yo thing. And he's we're like two feet from him, right? And he's whipping out all these yo-yo tricks, like crazy stuff, right? And um, and the axe guy is walking around. He's got a pretty big attitude because he throws axes, you know. <laughs> and oh, um, Yo-yo. It, it was a trip, man. It was, you know, you see him on TV and then... Later on, we're all back at the hotel and, you know, it's kind of like the curtain comes down and you see what really goes on. It's pretty fascinating. <laughs> I was waiting for that story to go so differently because yeah, we're just talking like, about, we're talking about like the dude that got it like shot in the face <laughs> and then you're like, I was yeah. in Venezuela with an ax thrower and I was waiting to hear about like how sketchy, like, you know, we get back to the hotel and she's got a permanent horns, you know what I mean? Like she's just, or yeah. he's got a glass eye, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like a one-eyed ax thrower. <laughs> well, I'll share, here, I'll share a little insight. That's what I kind of stopped early, but, um, so there, they, the show had these dancers, right? And I met one that was really cute, I thought, you know. And apparently the axe guy was after her too. <laughs> and so, but she was going to go out with me and um, that really pissed him off. So we didn't get along very well. 
But um, the date wasn't all that great because I couldn't speak her language. And we were, we just shook our heads at each other. Like what, what, <laughs> you know, cause we couldn't understand each other, but um, it bugged him and that made me feel good. So, but no, I don't think he, he didn't split anybody, but he was really throwing axes. He was, there was no, the bull in the teeth thing, you know, I, I don't know. That might've been a little more magic, you know, like those guys that float and stuff. But um, the ax guy was really throwing axes. <laughs> That's a tough career, especially with your girlfriend spinning on that big thing, you know? Yeah, not good. Not at and all. He, and here you are, like, you know, he's eyeballing the same girl while he's, yeah. sharpen, he's sharpening the ax with a stone, looking at you like, just yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought about that later, and I thought, man, that might not have been the best move. But. <laughs> That's hilarious. So kind of getting back on on to bmx stuff dude because i'll just bullshit with you all day dude like this is fun as shit um you know like where you're at now right so you're you're i see you know you're talking to pat from flatland fuel yeah you're you're getting you're you're like back on a bike was there any pressure like hey man i gotta get you know like i know you have a general um was there any pressure like when when people saw you or was it like you know you have to get an old school bike you like are, did you ever feel the pressure from like the old school i don't want to say the weirdos of freestyle but yeah. like there's some people that really want to box 80s yeah. 80s freestyle into a box and be like if you're getting back into it you have to have the radberry um kind of pink lavender like rl or you know like rl osborne i i recreated your your you know yellow bike from rad down to the exact you know, like I, it's the exact vinyl cutter that cut the sticker. Yeah. You know what I mean, and they get, they get, they get hardcore dude. Yeah. And was there, was there any like crazy pressure to like, you should only ride the, the bike you rode in, in the eighties. Did you ever rad. feel any I mean, of that the movie? The yellow bike and rad, the red line. That's definitely where I've been. Um, and I was one that, working with Lynn Caston and I think Gene Romero was the engineer was, such a learning experience and some I loved Lynn to death. He's such a good guy and sharper than shit, man. Um, he can really think outside the box and Gene was the engineer, but Redline was a really good experience for me. Really good. I learned a lot about quality there. Um, and I totally forgot what the question was. Oh, Did, was there pressure to get to ride red lines again when you were, when you're like right yeah. now, like six months ago, like say when you were starting back. Yeah, there was, um, there, there, not pressure. You know, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. These got the guys in this community have been so freaking cool. You know, they make the suggestions, and you know, um, some of them get a little trippy. Like when I started cutting things off the general man, there's a few people that lost their minds. <laughs> I saw that you were you were die grinding off the uh, the the platforms in the back, and you yeah, know, you're, you're making room for the pegs on the forks, and you look at the comments, and guys are like. Ah! what are you doing yeah. you know and like you know you got to appreciate that because they care so much about that bike and the history and this this one guy did and it, this fucked with me excuse me screwed with me for a while he said you should never change history and man that set me back a couple of weeks i just i because i got the re the bike's always right here right so i can see it all the time and i man i didn't touch it for like two weeks because that statement was so strong and then i said you know all my friends were, we were building cars, trucks, 
antique, my friends are building antique cars. I was building Harleys. And man, I mean, they get like an old Mustang. First thing they do is put disc brakes on it, you know? And so that was my, um, that's what got me through cutting everything off. Was I was like, well, my friends did it on old cars. So I think it's okay. But yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty cool, RL, that, you know, that you, you understand that there's people out there who, you know, they, they're the diehards, the, the old heads is, you know, the term gets thrown around or guys who, who are just like, so into like, Oh my gosh, you're, then you're changing history. And one of the things and it's public, you, 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 you just recently put out a, it was kind of like a, a response on Facebook uh, and you were addressing something that was going on where there was some drama going on where um, an old school writer was commenting and, and saying something about, you know, not using his likeness or, or his product without his permission. And you really wrote, and I'm going to tell you this, man, straight up, you really wrote a response that, that just held so true to who is out there as far as, I hate to say fan base, but who the people are, who are, you know, that are reacting and supporting um, the history and the writers that, that created that. And, And you were like, Hey man, don't forget, you know, these people have been there since the beginning and they'll be there for you all throughout this. And, and don't forget who, you know, you, you don't have the presence that you think you have without the, the people who are following you and supporting you, you know, and I thought, I was like, man, that took a lot for me to re- to read it and think, you know, this is a peer to peer response. And it was so true and so straight up, like no punches pulled honesty, like you were talking about earlier. And I'm like, you know what? That just totally gave credit to everything. You know, when people say, oh man, like Isaac was talking about, it has to be this part and this sticker and all this. These guys are holding this history in place. They're, it's the glue that keeps it where it's at and where it has been through all these years. And and to hear you say that, and 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 if you guys haven't read it, you can you know check it out on on Facebook. But it was like it was like the realest thing I read in a long time. Well, thank and, you. Thank yeah, you. man. So that was that was pretty cool. But you know, it's like you guys doing this show. You know, I mean, this is this is why the sport's still here. Not, it's not because of me, you know? And, uh, so I I just, I think you guys deserve way more credit than, um, than you think (laughs) you got, cause everybody's like, uh, you know, no, it's, no, it's cause you did this. I'm like, no, man, it's, it's, there's, you know, the simple way to say it is if there's no butts in the seat, there's no team on the field, you know, just a fact. So it's a, it's really something we did together and um, it's better that way. And, um, and I don't have very many filters left anymore. And um, I just saw shit just comes out of my mouth and I live with it, but thank you for saying that. I second it, dude. Like I, I, I read that and, and like, it was one of those things where you're just like, you know, I was excited that person was back and then I was instantly not excited. They were back. You know what yeah. I mean? And that that's just, I'll leave it at that. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, it's, it's kind of, and, and I hate to say like, man, I kind of, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't yeah. surprised. You know what I mean? I think you're going to see a lot of, of former writers that, that are in it for maybe weird reasons, different reasons than, than what we are into it for. You know, I'm into it because I loved BMX growing up and I love And when I say I loved freestyling, I kind of encompass it into, I loved hanging out with my friends 
and and accomplishing things I didn't think I could do and the camaraderie of it. And I love that I can go on your Facebook page and it's almost like in the eighties, we were all, we all had our own little scenes in our own little cities. And then RL would come, you know, like Eddie would come, Diz Hicks would come, like these random people would come to your, your town. And then these other scenes would show up that you didn't know about. And it was like a big party of freestylers that you maybe didn't know. Yes. And you instantly had a brotherhood with them. And then we all like responded to you. So you were like the the figurehead that brought us all together. But it wasn't like, you know, like it was like you were meeting a hero. But it was like a hero is like unattainable. But but you guys were like so cool to us kids. Like, man, you want a sticker? Here's a sticker. You want like, I'll give you my shirt. You know, I'm just stoked you're here. You know what I mean? Like, it was so cool to have the pros show up and they're just like you and all these other kids that you didn't know that were like two, two towns over that you just hadn't like, it was farther than you could ride in a day and get home with the lights on. So you just didn't know about them. And we were all in one spot making friends with new people. And that's what it's like going to your Facebook page. Well, you know, it's just global. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know, I almost feel guilty taking that compliment because it just seems like that's the way it should be. It doesn't, you know, I mean, really, come on. We all did this. It's not just me. It's not Bob Harrow. It's not the magazine. You know, you guys are just as much of this. So let's just all like say, all right, we're even. And it's just to enjoy each other's company, you know. And Well, I got to say, and I appreciate that because, you know, one of the things like, as even growing up as a kid, like when I first started watching VHS videos of uh, riding and and you know, the things I was into with bikes, um, I, I would, as soon as the tape was done playing, I had to get on my bike and go ride. Like I had this energy, like, oh man, I'm going to go try that. I saw it, how it's done. I'm going to go out there. I'm stoked. Right. I'm just, and it still happens today. One of the things I like best about the videos that uh, you're doing and with your son and everything and Dylan is like, I'm watching you knowing that I have this history watching you in the past, but it's like, I feel like when you're out riding and sometimes, you know, you're trying something where you've got, you know, your sheet in the garage, it's like, all right, I got these tricks. I got to do it three times. Then I'm moving on to the next one and then the next one. And you've got this list that you're going to hit and there's no shame. And you, you don't cut out the parts where you bail or you slam yeah. on the garage and do a roll. Yeah. You know, it's not all like glitz and glamor. Like, Hey, I hit every trick. It's like, Oh, I, I bit it on that one. A right. Lot. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> I'm like, that's me, dude. Yeah, I get. You know what? RL's bailing on the ground and rolling on the garage. I'm bailing out in the front of my house, where all my neighbors are looking out the window. Like, why is that that guy out there falling and riding bikes at almost fifty years old? Because I love it and I want to keep doing it. So I get super stoked watching you and Dylan, um, and and just that feeling of like, you know what? This is who we are. We fall. Yeah. We land, we make it, we ride out. We don't sometimes. Yeah. Either way, I'm stoked to, can, I, I watch that, like your videos and I'm like, I'm going out and riding, babe. Bye. You know? And if I fall, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, well, that's just how this shit goes at this age. Get the peace. <laughs> yeah, wait, get the, get wait, the Craig, peace. Craig, your wife doesn't hassle you when you come in and you're all swollen up. It, she has to come outside. She watches me from this window right here. <laughs> and she'll open the window. You're, are you okay? 
when I first got on a 29er, I was like, all right, this, this is a wheelie bike. So I'm going to wheelie. I used, yeah. to wheelie. I used to wheelie my mongoose and my Schwinn Stingray with the banana seat all day long with, you know, hitting the, the, um, yeah. the brake. Dude, I'm out there. I looped out the first time. I'm on my back going, uh, yeah. I'm fucking, I'm like four feet in the air, five feet in the air straight yeah. to my back. I didn't hit the brakes enough. Yeah. Cracks. You okay? I'm like, fine. You're making that big <laughs> elephant sound. I had the wind knocked out of me. Oh my God. Somebody fine. call my mom. Somebody yeah. call my mom. <laughs> and isn't it weird how your brain doesn't age? But your body does. So your brain's like, yeah, yeah. It's just like it was yesterday. You were doing that. Go ahead, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then your body's like, no, man. <laughs> it's like, hey, man. Let me remember any of that stuff. It's, it's let me the, give you a quick reminder of how it's we the go. angel and the devil, dude. Over here, I've got my brain going, fucking yeah. send, send it, dude. You got this. <laughs> you know how this works. Yeah. And then over here, I'm like, but you have to be at work on Monday. What's your what's your insurance deductible at right now? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> exactly. That's so true. I. I I, uh, man, I guess I face planted. I was knocked out, went to the hospital and all this stuff. And then I had this, my insurance didn't want to pay. I had two different insurances and they didn't want to pay. Cause I, I did it out of town. I'm like, <laughs> so the next time I rode, I was doing the same thing. I was getting ready to do these doubles and the little angels going 50 grand, 50 grand. If you don't make it, <laughs> you know, red's going, Ah, uh, you got it, man. Don't worry about it. All send, send it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you won't happen twice. Over there is good for you. Try that one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if I fall, drive me back over the city limit, and then and then call the cops. You know, yeah. call the ambulance. Drop me <laughs> off in Reseda. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. You said that, man. That, and then th- that's the worst thing. If you're going to try a double, you know, that's for some reason. This I don't know. I'm not trying to steal your what your comment was, but. If I go to like, let's say I go to Truckee, right? And you, you see all these jumps, you know, and then way down at the bottom, there's this like huge line where like all the 16 and 18 year olds are doing it, you know? And there's always one jump everywhere that I go that's way too big for me that's going, hey, we're over here, man. Whenever you're ready. Right. Come on. You know, it's like a challenge, you know? And I always end up on it and I always end up on my face and, I'm like broken ribs and stuff. And the jump's like, Hey, come back tomorrow, man. We'll be here. You know, <laughs> every single place I go to. So I told hey, Dylan, I, he goes, just let's go ride dirt jumps. He, he wanted to go ride dirt jumps. I'm like, no, I, I always end up, he goes, well then just ride the small jumps. Right. And I'm like, that's not really how it works, man. It's like, <laughs> I want to ride those jumps. I want to ride those jumps. And then he wrote a jump. He actually made it three times, but then when he had his crash, I don't know if you guys saw that. He was riding a jump that was way that was scaring me, and he crashed. And um, I think he's starting to understand my philosophy on it's like it's like a drug addict with a pile of heroin, man. It's like don't even get him in the room, man. It's gonna end up bad, you know. We all know where this is going, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, like okay, t- two comment, two comments. One, one, just quickly to go back to the like, don't cut, like, don't you, don't mess with history. Um, my rep- my reply to anybody that feels that way is, um, if you think that that general shouldn't be cut up because of you know air quoting history, um, you wouldn't have that general if RL and Buff and you know Potts didn't 
didn't cut up the history of the BMX stuff because they were building their flatland freestyle bikes on the fly. So like we wouldn't have flatland, we wouldn't have freestyle if they weren't adding all these crazy parts to BMX bikes in to begin with. Okay. So like chop, chop the shit out of that bike and make that, that general what you want it to be so you can ride it because I want to see you riding whatever the hell you want to ride. Um, you you know what I mean? Like, dude, you know, like if it changes, like (laughs) people got really trippy on there. They're like, dude, if you cut the axle in the wrong spot, like if you grind the axle out in the wrong spot, you're going to change the geometry. And like, they're getting, I mean, like math was involved. Like (laughs) I was, I was like, dude, you guys are crazy. Um, you know what I mean? Like that was great though. Right. To have that other side. I mean, my mind was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> why do you, why would you slot a 14 millimeter axle? You bought a 14 millimeter axle because you're bending your axles and now you're going to put a slot in it. So it fits in your frame. Isn't that, am I missing something? Is that counterproductive or am I missing something? It, 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 spot on, dude. Like, see, I mean, it, it was like, you're going to change the the geometry of the bike by like yeah. 0.2 degrees. And I'm just like, man, I, I, I was, I mean, I was, I came from the generation of like, do drill it. <laughs> you know <what> yeah. I mean? <laughs> there was a dude, there was a dude, in my, like talk about like the old school stuff. There was a dude that had, uh, and this is going to trigger every flatlander in the world, especially the purists. But um, he, he took, he had, he had a, uh, he had a, a trick star and he didn't have hutch forks cause he, he bent them. So he had some like racing forks and he knew somebody with a TIG welder. <laughs> and so he, he welded rebar and he had like, I swear to God, dude, they were like nine inch pegs of like rebar, like cockeyed off of his, off of his forks, dude. And, but like, he never had to deal with like the stripped out skyway axle bolts that we all like skyway, skyway axle bolts. Um, back in the day, skyway pegs that screwed on, they had about a four day lifespan. Like the shelf life was about four days. Like you could screw them on once, but the minute you had to re-grease or repack or anything or take your bike apart, um, they would just strip the threads and you were done. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah, he just, he welded repar on his, on his forks and his pegs were like this long, dude. So it was like, it was like a Mad Max bike. Like if you got yeah. too close to him, like he would just boom, boom, just take out your tough wheel and throw it in the freezer. Didn't fix it. You know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like back, back to what you're saying. Okay. I just want to get that out. I had to, I had to go, <laughs> go back and touch on like chop, chop your bike up, dude, because like the the tricks that I want to see you doing, you can't do with like the the little like the general like L shaped um, little foot things that they put on the dropout. Like yeah. I want to see you do Undertakers and stuff like that, right? I want to see you like doing like the modern modern flatland of like the 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 late eighties. You know what I mean? I don't want I don't want to see you hindered by like the bike design because like I felt like in the eighties, man, they just kind of did like it wasn't like a whole lot of rider input. It was kind of like there was an engineer that was like, let's bend a tube and weld it on and let's see what they can, like, they'll make a trick for this. But talking about the Dylan, the, the crash with Dylan, um, I remember watching it. You're like, hey, Dylan took a, took a spill, you know, and um, it was it was almost like, you know, in the movies when you see a crash happen off camera because he he jumped and he just jumped and he landed out of frame. And you yeah. all you could do is hear it. Yeah. And you just hear that. <clears throat> yeah. And you hear, the, you hear the bike and then you hear it. And, and I'm just like, and I'm still like, I, I feel like even though I've never met Dylan, I'm like team Dylan, team Pat, because I've seen, 
I've kind of grown up in this last like six months of like watching your fan. I call it your family, right? So it's like you're watching your family progress. Yeah. And seeing Dylan like set up your camera so that we could all watch. You know what I mean? And he's like, he's he's a perfectionist where he's like, okay, this I've seen him move the, the camera like three times during the session so we can get like the best view. You know what I mean? And and I'm like, yeah, Dude, good for Dylan, man. Dylan's like on my side. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm all about Dylan. And, I'm um, on that same thing though. I'm watching him. I'm like going, wow, man. Yeah. You know I mean, he really cares. <laughs> he does, dude, that's, he gives a shit about the people on the other side of the camera. And I yeah. love that. Um, so like watching, watching those videos and like, like to Craig's point, like watching the morning sessions, you know what I mean? And the, I love when the camera is like low to the ground and it's just <sighs> shooting into your garage because it, it gives me the perspective of like, I can't tell you how many hours I spent sitting on my bike sitting down watching my friend's session where he's like, dude, help me learn this, this trick. Like, what am I doing wrong? And you just sit, you'd lay your bike down and you just sit on there and you're sipping your big gulp and you're like, you know, go a little bit higher on the front wheel. I think that's going to help you with that tail whip. Yeah. And then you're back to doing, you're like, yeah. <laughs> okay, dude, now try it. Yeah. Like your, your, your body, like you're not tucking enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so dude, that's like what it's like watching you do. Like I was watching you do uh um, I don't I feel bad, dude, because I've been dropped on my head so much. And I don't remember the names of tricks, but it was like, <laughs> I don't like, either. So you call it whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like you, you spin around the front of the bike on the peg and then the, the, is it a half lash? Maybe, I don't know. The bike spins back around and then you kind of go into like a roll and it was like, he's going to do a decade. I saw you go up and I'm like the devil on his shoulders going do a decade. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know, right? He was, he was yeah. too. And I was like, is he going to do it? He's going to do a decade. All right. And then then, like you stopped halfway and then you're like, okay. But then sometimes you're just like rolling in a circle and it's like, you could just watch your thought process. And I'm like, I relate to that, dude. Like you're not even doing a trick, but you're just like, but watching you, watching you film that, that with uh, that jump with, with Dylan and watching you react as a father gave me so much more insight and, and inspiration because you were so calm after that fall. You're like, you're like, Dylan's going to do this big jump. And then I think I remember hearing you say like, here he comes. And then you just hear, you hear that like, and then you you don't see the crash and then you walk over and Dylan, Dylan's like trying to get up and you're just like, no man, just sit there. Just have a sit down for a minute. You know, just, you know, dude, I was taking notes at that point to your point, Isaac. And it was like, Hey man, you okay? And, you know, Dylan's wanting to walk. Anytime you wreck hard, you want to walk it off. You have to like leave the area and you, you're like, oh, and, and RL's, you know, you're going, hey, take a breather. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Don't move. You know, let's see your hands. Let's see your arm. And I'm like, how is this level of calmness over RL right now? Like with me, I'd be like, oh my gosh. You know, we were talking about how we react because we're all dads here too. So we got yeah. kids and. I was taking notes. I was like, dude, that's how you do it right there. You know? I mean, Isaac, to the point, right? All I was thinking was, dude, get up and come look at how far you went. That's all I was trying to do. I I was trying to go through the things that I was supposed to go through because I wanted him to come and look. And he's like, where am I? And I go, don't worry about that. You got to come look at how far you went, man. The jump's really steep. It's like super far. You made it over that hole. And and he's like, hold on a minute, you know, but I was trying to, I'm glad I sold you guys on that. Cause I was really, I just wanted him to get back and look at the jump. You know? Dylan, Dylan's limping over and bloodied and look where you, look where you landed, man. 
Because yeah. I've been on that job. I've wrecked on that one. That dog leg, and it comes over to the right. Yeah. It's gnarly, dude, if you don't hit it right. But Arnold, now that you say that, like, hey, dude, look where you jump. Look where you landed, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, I Dylan played high school lacrosse where they put a ball in a little net yep. so they can really freaking fling that thing. And it's like a, it's like a hardball, right? And they're not wearing any pads. They wear shorts. And that ball is traveling at like 500 miles an hour. And they just don't have a problem with it. So, I, you know, I've watched Dylan go through all that and all these other sports. And I kind of used to him being able to get up, you know. But I do know when you fall on those tracks that are glued, it's worse than concrete. <laughs> it's worse. And um, I don't know. I got a big kick of falling him around the house and, his ribs are broken and he's like one step going up at a time, like walking. And I was just cracking up, man. Cause I'm like, yeah, man, now you know how it is, you know? And usually it's me and they're like, Hey, why come on, it's time to eat. And I'm like, I'm trying to get there. Give me a, you know, no understanding. And so when he was going through that, it was like, he's getting a real good picture. Like of, paying, paying your dues, man. Did dues you are paid used up. to laugh at your friends when they would crash? Yeah. Like if you Every watch time. them on video later on and you know, they lived, you know, it's funny, right? Oh dude. Yeah. You make fun of like, I remember. So like, okay. To, to, for you modern kids, you have, you have cameras in your, in your phone. Um, and it's not a big deal to record your friends. But when I was growing up, man, it was like somebody's mom had to put a credit card down to rent a VHS cassette tape <laughs> yeah, right? camera. And there was like a whole apparatus. Like you were carrying like luggage to the spot. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it, sometimes it was like, th- like two dudes had to carry like the camera with you because we didn't have cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, like, and I'm doing this, like you had like a big ass hundred pound, like suitcase and two dudes had to carry it. Like, so we yeah. could record each other. And then everyone went big because the camera was there. And this was like your moment to like, I'm going to yeah. like, I'm doing rad. You know what I mean? Like, this is it. Yeah. And so like someone would fall and like, you would just, you would like replay their fall and make fun of the noise that like, dude, you sounded like this, like, listen, to, listen to this. Come here, come here, come here. You know, you yeah. call in like, you'd call, you'd call girls and tell them, come over. Like, Hey, watch, yeah. listen to the sound he makes. Like, watch this. He sounds like, he sounds like Flipper, the, the dolphin when he yeah. falls right here. Watch. Yeah. And then you rewind it, you know? I was telling Isaac the, the other day, or I'm like, I was on a ride out and I bailed in like the first 30 seconds of this whole group leaving. And the first thing I do is I'm rolling on the ground. I come to a stop and I'm on my back and the bike's laying on me. I'm thrashed. I look up and see, you know, I'm looking around like who got that on camera? Who, who got that, that, yeah. that video? Cause like the first thing I'm thinking is not that I'm all busted up bloody and everything. I'm like, this is going to end up on Instagram. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be someone's highlight reel of old guy falling and getting hurt. I'm a meme yeah, on a meme. Yeah. Oh my God. I, uh, my legs, you know, like remember how you used to fall and you'd like, catch, you start running fast to catch yourself. My legs are like, <laughs> we're not moving, man. You're going to end up on the ground and don't, don't drag this out for 50 feet. Just go down. You know, <laughs> my legs don't move that fast, you know, so I'm always on the ground. Um, but man, I, it's like the guy on my shoulders going, man, you look like, a dumbass right now <laughs> halfway running and falling for no reason. And it's that old man thing, you know, but 
um, got me back into the scene. So you, you have a big bike, like you have a, a Mike buff fat or uh, the fat ripper, right? No, it hasn't. I, I don't get it till like the 16th. Okay. So you guys have, you have the quads. We have the quads. Um, that's Dylan's right there. And then Pat has one that just came in. I love that. I don't get mine. Cause I, I, I wanted the Mike buff. <laughs> I wanted his name on the frame, you know? And so I got to wait longer, but. But you and you, but you've ridden it. You've 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 kind of felt like what that feels like. Can we see? Yeah. Can we see the quad? Can I finally now see this? <laughs> I could tell that was hard for you to see. It, it was really hard, dude. Because you guys, you know, I love this. You, I want this bike so bad. I know. Wait, that that's uh, your that. Hold on. Fat buff is your bike, right, Isaac? Didn't RL get your bike? <sighs> Isaac's not going to say a word. No, oh. RL, you got to talk so that we can see the 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 screen. Okay. Can you see the bike? Oh, I can see it now. Keep talking. How much of the bike can you see? Because I up there in the picture, it looks like you can see the whole thing. Yeah, I can see the whole thing. That's that's just glory. <laughs> right there. You look upset. <laughs> I'm thinking, man, did I get Isaac Spiker to don't get it? But um, I don't know. You know, man. I was impressed when I pulled this thing out of, you know, by the way, what you said about um, Todd Lyons, man, he is doing such a good job. I mean, he's, and he's into it. He just, just shows up everywhere. And he put, I don't think people understand how much time he puts into this stuff, but you know, the, uh, I didn't know that the the hubs were wider. I didn't know the cranks were wider. Um, I didn't know it was going to have a small sprocket on it. Um, I mean, there's details on this thing that, just make it so original and quality. I love the weld aluminum frame. So it's not too heavy. It's just a badass fucking bike. You know, I mean, look at that thing. I just, it makes me, it feels like a monster bike. Like I just want to go over cars and stuff, but, um, look at the, the chain stays have those, um, what do you, the axle adjusters? Chain tensioners. You're very quiet right now. Isaac. <laughs> Are you going to that bike to be Isaac's one? just like reeling over the fact that you got his bike. So yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm I'm ex- here's what I'm excited about RL. I'm excited that that um, it's one more thing that you and I can relate to. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like we we grew up riding bikes, um, and and you know, like I just I want you to have that that same kind of feeling of like what it's like to, to, to ride like a super comfortable bike, you know what I mean? And, and, and just have that, like that opportunity. Cause like, dude, when you go and check the mail, you know what I mean? Like uh, for me, like I don't live in like the, 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 the Norman Rockwell world where like the mailbox is like right there in front of my house. Like I have to, I live in an HOA dude. So I have to ride down the block to like a a box of mailboxes. Nice. So yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of those things where, you know, when you, when you're just going to grab a bike, um, yeah. you know, to go get the mail, dude, I hope you grab like your, your Mike buff fat ripper, dude. And just like tear off down, down the sidewalk and do a wheelie or something like that. Just super comfortable. It's pretty addicting. It was, I'll be honest with you. I rolled it out of the garage and I came back and I was looking at my S and M and it looked like a uh, hot wheels. It was just like this little tiny thing, but I got on the S and M and I wrote it. And, um, can I, I gotta tell you this, I'm, I'm skipping I had a lot of things I want to tell you. You said you were starting to do tricks on your big bike. Man, I could see that. 
I could see that. That that could be like, I mean, I don't know what it's going to be, how it'll go, but I'm definitely thinking, man, there's so much room on this thing, you know? So I, I'm, I think you're on track there. Put some pegs, put some pegs on it and go do a, a lawnmower. And you'll be surprised at like, literally like how easy it is to do like an easy trick, like a lawnmower. You know what I mean? It like the rims it, don't bend. No, no. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's a trip, dude. Cause I keep thinking big wheels. There's all that leverage are going to fold, you know? No, I'm, I'm two twenty right now, dude. And I'm, I'm, I'm basically like five eleven, two twenty. Yeah. And, and like, I, I was doing it on my big ripper with a 29 wheel. And really, and it was, it'll hold up, dude. Yeah. And like, uh, it, there's, there's a company called black ops and they make a hollow stem bolt that will, that will work on the, uh, the, the, it works on any of the SE, SE forks and stuff like that. And then, so, um, I just did a video. I'm, I can't believe I'm pitching a video to RL on my channel, but I just did a video of uh, my, my mechanic dude, doing like basically taking the hydraulic brake like you have on my, cause I have a PK ripper 27. Wait, you have a mechanic. I do. Yeah. He's my, he's like, <laughs> he's Man, like my big time I should reviewing you. I don't have a mechanic. Come, dude, you do, you do. His name is Sean. He works at, at Phoenix bike company. And if you come, <laughs> if ever you're in Phoenix, dude, he will, this dude, he's like, Remember, remember Knight Rider, how they had like, there was Michael Knight. And then there was that one nerdy guy that always worked on kit. Yeah. Like, okay. So, so Sean is like the nerdy guy. Like he's a dirt jump guy and a, and a BMX guy. It's almost like he should have worked at the bike source. Yeah. Um, and like, but he didn't, Steve he just, Blackie. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. He's that he's, he's Steve, he's the Steve of Phoenix. Yeah. Wow. And so. I go and I talk to him and I'm like, he, like, he knows Flatland because he's an old, he's an old BMX guy. And so he sees me coming in there and I'm like, I want to put a pots mod on my PK Ripper. And he's like, fucking do it, dude. This is, let's do it. Nice. And so he'll just, he'll try and figure stuff out. You know what I mean? And he's like, I think we can do it if you get this part and this part, you know? So we're, we're Frankensteining a free, a Flatland bike out of it. So but, are you freestyling on these big tires? Yep. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll show you a clip afterwards, dude. I'll show you a clip of like the uh, the tail whip, the tail okay. whip process. But, um, dude, yeah, absolutely, you can do flatland on these things. If you and if you go and put pegs on that bike, you, I promise you, you will do a lawnmower within the first five tries because of the balance point. Really, I promise you. Yeah. How about what's the head angle on this thing? You know, it feels like it. It feels like it's uh, the difference. Like when I do a tail whip, the difference is you have to go a little bit faster because you have to get a little bit higher up. Yeah. And so you like, I'll show you a video. You'll watch me progress and like, watch me like figure out like how high I have to get up on the, on the, to do the tail whip. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me you're doing nose wheelies, nose manuals. I'm too scared to do that, dude. Yeah. That's, that's I, I, I can't get, there's the thing. I can't get pegs on the landing gear. Look at the landing gear forks. There's right. no room for pegs because of the way that the dropout is. It's too close. Right. But the minute I can, if I could find that TIG weld dude from the eighties that could, <laughs> that could weld some, some rebar, some rebar. get some rebar. <laughs> so, so on that bike, the head angles, uh, 70 degrees, 70. Yep. That, yeah. You, on that fat quad, uh, head tube angle, 70 degrees. I'm looking at the website right now. That's slow, right? That's like That's super you know? slow. Yeah. Man, I struggle on downhill mountain bikes. They just. They want to just go right off the berm because that rake is so far out, you know? Um, 
I think you have the pull though, RL, that like, if we can get you flat landing on like some of these bikes, I, cause Todd Lyons is like, shut, like if I give him advice, he's like, shut up old man. But I'm, I don't have the weight that RL does. So if you just tell him like, Todd, can you just make one with like a 74 degree head angle? He might listen to you. So you think that's a good idea? I love it. Okay, good. I, yeah, I don't know yet. Cause I haven't ridden it enough, but hearing you say that, Hey man, that might be a good idea. Well, check this out. Like we, I especially do a lot of ride outs, RL. And, you know, with these bigger bikes, the the thing is the wheelie. And and that's that's where the bike life scene is. You know, everything's based off the wheelie. Yeah. Do combination work where they're doing a lot of footwork off the seat and the rear pegs. And but more recently, a lot of the and I say kids, but a lot of the kids who are doing the wheelies and get really good at it are like, what's next? Yeah. You know, they they're like, there's there's gotta be more. So if they come to me and ask, I'm like, hey man, go to YouTube and check out these guys and I throw them a list of names or I go check out these tricks and they're dude, they're coming back and they're like, Hey man, I can do that endo thing. Now I can do yeah. this. I mean, you know, that trick you told me, Craig. Um, yeah, I got it. So it's crazy. Cause now freestyle is making its way back into the big bike scene. Yeah. Because kids are looking for more, you know, they, they're like, okay, I got this stuff down or at least that, but I want, I want more in the portfolio of my tricks and they're, yeah. they're, they're turning back to, freestyle uh flatland tricks yeah so it can be done on these bikes and matter of fact i like that monster i have a regular size uh monster quad 29 inch i ride the hell out of that thing like you said you feel like you can go over cars yeah i ride it everywhere the skate park the dirt track around my neighborhood and it's crazy wow Man, I saw Todd at Cliffs. Um, there's no way. I mean, I've only been on that thing a few minutes, but man, I, I don't know. I get on my Haro RS1 26 uh, inch dirt jumper seems way more adequate or uh, able to do jumps like that. And this thing, I don't know, man. Because I need, you know, some of those jumps are like, you're barely making it. If they're close together, yeah, you got to have that. Here, dude, I'll show you this, RL. Like, take a look at this. This is, this is, let me just tap it again. So there's, there's a lawnmower on my PK. That's on a 27.5 PK ripper. And the rim didn't bend. Nope. Look, you're just hanging out. It's, dude, it's so balanced because it's, it's literally like, it's my size. So it's not like I'm, I have to like lean back or anything like that. Like it's, it's such a trip, dude. So do you have a 14 millimeter axle in the back? <laughs> <laughs> right, dude, yeah. dude, I literally, it's like whatever, whatever stock on that PK ripper is what I've got. I threw some pegs on it. That's the only thing I did. I threw, okay. I threw some back pegs on it. Cause man, after getting that 14 millimeter axle in that general, those things look small, but yeah, if you say so, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's easy. But what, what do you, what do you think? Like, what, what do you think is next for you? Um, what's your plans for building? Like, you know, are you, are you going to buy, like, do you have bikes that you're going to, do you want to like, how many, how many companies for real dude have hit you up? Like, let's do an RL bike. Um, two or three. Okay. And it was like, let's just slap your name on a bike and we'll just do every size you can imagine, you know, and there's no, you know, it's like, Hey, try this guy's bike. It should be the right. And I'm like, Man, I'm I'm just old school. I'm like I remember sitting in a room with Lynn Caston and we're arguing and going, oh yeah, no, no, that won't work. Well, boy, maybe it'll be like this. No, that ain't gonna work, you know. 
And just putting my name on a bike seems so uh, wrong to just sell my name. It's, I feel like a whore, you know? Uh, well, I didn't mean that offensively, <laughs> but <laughs> I just felt like I was just like, oh, let's just make money, you know? And it really wasn't that much money. Um, and then, uh, you know, Redline, I didn't, I wasn't talking to Redline. There was a middleman and that didn't work. Um, just not the right attitude, you know? So I'm, I'm just kind of, um, you know, it's really nice just to call people up. It doesn't matter who I, cause I'm not getting paid by anybody. It's like, I can ride whatever I want. It's really fun. You know, I could call Todd and go, ah, I don't got a contract. I can ride his bike. I could ride Haro's bike. I could ride red. I could ride anything I want. So, but you know, I, I do think of ideas like, Hey, this would be cool. This would be good. But um, right now I'm just kind of doing whatever's thrown at me. And this big bike thing kind of came out because of Mike Buff, you know, and we were talking about it and um, been talking to you guys about it. And um, it's just kind of, so I'm just kind of, just kind of going with the flow, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you do. And I, I love the fact that like you, I even posted the other day. I'm like, uh, you know, Hey, RL is giving free clinics on his YouTube. Um, yeah. you know, teaching people how to do like just random tricks. You know what I mean? I think it's amazing. So, um, if you're out there and, and you're by your computer, go to your YouTube, just search RL Osborne freestyle and, and subscribe to his channel. Um, I think right now, you, you know, you're, you're you got maybe like, tw- like maybe 11, 1200 followers on your, on your YouTube. It's only going to get bigger because we want to see writing, um, you know, I'm excited for the future and, and seeing what you do. And I'm excited to see this side of you. Um, you know what I mean? Cause like, I, I just growing up seeing you ride and, and going, going through that professional part and then seeing, you know, where you're like, okay, the, the, the fun RL where it's almost like the chains are off and, and you could ride whatever you wanted yeah. and seeing you with dyno bars on a general. And I'm like, that's the bike he always wanted to ride that. This is the bike. This is the bars. This is the cranks. Um, and now I get to see it all over again as a grown ass man. Um, and just watching you progress, watching the, the, the perfectly imperfect riding that you do, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. I crash a lot. It's very imperfect, <laughs> <laughs> but so do, so does, so does all of us, you know what I mean? That you, yeah. you're, 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 it's almost like it's hard to say this because it's like you're watching your your buddy. It's it's like your session. You get to watch a session with your homie. You know yeah. what I mean? And and everyone's welcome. I think that's the most the most amazing part of it. You want to hear the weird thing is that you guys are a heavy influence on me. Like this whole conversation about big bike, I'm getting all kinds of ideas from what you guys are telling me. You know. Or when Craig was talking about falling and his wife's at the window, I meant to ask you, does she stay at the window or does she go outside? I think it's like, he's breathing. Okay. Back to work. <laughs> you know, I know it's crazy, wow. man. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she should come outside and check on me every now and then, but you know, yeah, those I'm, days. Too, I'm too prideful, man. I get up with the wind knocked out of me like, I'm good. You know, yeah. <laughs> crawl into a bush somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I make it to the garage. As long as I can get in the garage. It's embarrassing, right? It's embarrassing to crash and be laying in the dirt and then to do it when you're, well, I'm 57. So to do it at 57 feels really stupid because I know all the old people are going, you're 57. You shouldn't be riding, doing that stuff, you know, but I don't know, man. 
I'm learning to just lay there and kind of savor the moment, you know? I think that's what we all do, man. And I have to say from your comment earlier, what, you know, Isaac's question was, I, I have this, like, there's this, it's just a feeling of, of how pure and organic your writing is now. And when you said, look, I'm not really looking to do much, much more than just ride and have fun and, you know, go in the garage and, and put videos up for people who want to watch, you know, and, and it's not about what bike company I'm going to put my name on or this or that, that part really hypes me up. I mean, I'm, I'm, you could say, Hey, I'm signing with XYZ bike company. I'd be stoked. But the fact that you're just like, I just want to ride and I'm going to put it on video. If you guys want to hang out in my garage, cool. You know, yeah. come hang out with me. And, and, and then, you know, it seems like you're like, Hey, yeah, send me a video. If you guys are doing this trick too, send me your videos, man. I want to, I want to check them out. Yeah. One of the coolest things, you know, is when, when you're like, Hey, uh, Hey, Joe Smith. Yeah, man. Here's that trick that you're working on, man. Keep it up. Keep going, dude. I'm going to do it too. And we're going to learn this together. And yeah, that right. right there, that just brings everyone back into the circle. And, and that's where like the goosebumps stand up. And it's like, we are a bunch of friends hanging out exactly. on, and we're going to do this together. Exactly. And, I'm, and I'm not trying to cash grab everyone. I'm not trying to do, I just want to ride. I just yeah. want to, I just want to be in the mix again. So yeah, yeah I'm t- I, couldn't agree with you more, man. It's, uh, which kind of what, what matters to us, I think, you know, and, um, it's funny because when I, when I was talking to people online, I kept thinking they were little kids. I knew I got older, but I didn't think they did. But, and then when I talked to you guys, I'm like, damn, there's, you guys are smart. I mean, there's some, you know, we're adults now we know things. Right. And it's like a whole different, uh, it's a whole different, it's the same relationship, just a different level kind of thing. It is. And so it sounds like, like from Isaac and I's point of view and our vantage point, we get a lot of communications probably like you do. Like, I want to get back into this or I'd like to do this, but I'm a little bit hesitant. I don't want to get hurt. I, I don't know what bike to get. I don't know if I can do this anymore. And it's like, yeah, you can. BMX yeah. has not given up on you. You have to get out there. Um, and, and trust me, if, if you're hesitant, so is a bunch of other people. You just got yeah. to have the desire. And yeah. you got to have like a little bit of courage that you can like pull back in and go, all right, I'm going to do it. And you just go out and do it. And the yeah. first thing you do is just get on your bike. That's, that's the first step. Get on your bike. Yeah. It's Figure not, it out. Figure yeah. it out. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's like, if you don't have any friends, just park up, put it out, get a Harley and put it on a stand in your garage and guys will come like, they look like zombies walking up to your house. They can smell the oil, you know, and it's just, it's more like a, um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, because guys don't really talk good, just just guys, you know. But um, if you have bikes behind it and you have that in common, then it's really good. You know, it's like uh, you got history, you got something to do. So it's about riding, definitely, no question about it. But it's also reliving our past, talking about our crashes, you know your wife at the window. <laughs> okay. On the second floor, I can barely see. Um, I just, that's the stuff that really gets me off. You know, it I does, man. And Isaac, you know, Isaac, he tells a story where it's like, he'll see someone at an airport with a, uh, you know, red line shirt on, or he'll see a guy riding in his neighborhood and automatically he knows 
I'm, I got something in relationship. I, that, that That's my homie right there. We're, right. We don't need, we've never even said a word to each other, but I could walk up to him right now and go, Hey bro. Oh, so what do you, you know, you, you ride? Cool. Me too. Let's whatever, you know, there's some, yeah. there's our automatically the, the, the relationship and the bond. And I think that's what you get with your videos of people going, Oh dude, there's our out, you know? And so that's the first thing and you, they're riding a bike and on and on and on. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I love that part about BMX. Yeah, right. Um, it's uh, and I got a lot of friends that were BMX guys, you know, like hardcore BMX racers, and they're all kind of on the same wavelength. You know, they're just cool and laid back, and I don't know. I'm just digging the whole thing. I think um, Isaac should make a shirt that says "I'm geeking out." I would yeah. love to have that with the Isaac's picture on there. <laughs> I'm geeking out. Isaac, you can make that geeking out shirt happen, can't you? I, I, I can totally, I'll, I will totally make a, like, I'm geeking out shirt. Uh, and I will definitely send one to you, RL. <laughs> okay. I'll send yeah, one for I, you and Pat. About that for like a week since you did that Mike Buff thing, man. <laughs> it's, it's really hard because like, you know, it's, it's so, it's such a weird experience for, for me because like, just like the wall behind you, you guys were on my wall and, yeah. and I tell, I call Craig all the time and, and like last night, I like before, like, okay. So behind the scenes, we tested our, our, our audio and our video last night with RL and Dylan. And I remember talking to Craig and just going like, we just talked to RL Osborne, dude. And to you, it's like, you're just RL Osborne. You're just like, well, to you, you're not RL Osborne. You're just the dude. Right. But to us, it it was like, you know, it's, it's not like you're a God, but you were, you were the common, you were the common thread that, that that we could all relate to and and motivated us all to get better at what we did and so it's like do we just talk to rl osborne like and and i always this is my like teasing craig thing i'm like if i were to have a time machine and i were to tell 14 year old craig one day you're gonna sit and talk to rl osborne like just to hang out and have a conversation with rl osborne what would you say and you'd just be like, there's no fucking way R.L. Osborne, like I would ever have an, a conversation with him or Mike Buff or Todd Lyons or Eddie Fuel yeah. or any of these guys. You know, and the funny thing is, I, I I hear what you're saying. I I just, I feel like we're just friends, you know. But if we were talking about Bob Hanna and I was saying, man, I'm going to be on the phone with Bob Hanna someday, I'd be geeking out too, so. Oh, nice. He threw the geeking out in there. I love it. See how I use that? Well played. Well played. Well played. All right, RL. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for hanging out. Um, You know, giving us your time and and just reliving, you know, our past and giving us, I really appreciate the the raw honesty of of the insights that you gave. Um, You know, like just, I feel like that was like, I feel like it was just a real, like, I, I really understand who you are as a person and what you went through, um, you know, riding bikes and being, you know, like I said, like almost like a child star, um, to all of us and, and what it was like for you and, and living it, you know, for you, the day to day and, and all of that, I appreciate your honesty and, and not just, you know, giving fluffy answers and, you know, that, that to me, like, dude, yeah, I, I feel like I, I started this, this journey you know, interviewing you as like a fan. And I really feel like, um, like it's, it's real. Like, I feel like I just talked to a friend for two hours. Like I just talked to another dude that rode bikes, um, 
you know, cause we talk to people that are just like, yeah, I rode bikes, you know, back in the day too. I remember looking at the, the Craig and I bonded over talking about like looking in the stickers at the bike shop um, and hassling like the, the, the bike tech, like, can I see that sticker? Okay. Can I see that sticker? And knowing, yeah. knowing damn well, I had a dollar 25 in my pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not buying all these stickers, but I just wanted to look at them or, you know, can I see that new peg? You know what I mean? Or like, walking in and seeing like, I, I have a very vivid memory of the first time I saw your bike, the general um, in Hobson cyclery and, and like walking over and seeing like, did the tech set it up? There was no, there was no flop in the gyro. So I'm like, all right, this guy gave a shit about building the bike, you know, yeah. and like you'd squeeze the brakes and you're like, can I, can I just ride this? And they knew I didn't have enough money to go and buy it like a brand new general, but then the tech was like, go outside and ride it, dude. You're good. You know what I mean? Like, so you let me test ride the general, you know, and, and, but it's, just, I feel like I was, we're walking away like a friend and, and I appreciate that, dude. I appreciate the honesty. So thanks for hanging out with us. Thank Dylan um, for making it happen. Appreciate you, Dylan. Um, let me see your, your, the, the monster, <laughs> the, the fat quad. I appreciated that a little bit. <laughs> Craig, did you see how his face change? It was like, he couldn't even. There's no words coming out of his mouth. No, he was speechless, dude. You know how many times Isaac has been speechless? Like never. Like yeah. he rarely ever just goes silent. No, I want to. You know, our uh, everything Isaac said. I, I just want to, you know, say it's it's so true. And one of the things you said is, you know, we we may have started this interview out as, you know, having only spoken for a few minutes before, but it's it really is. It's like I feel like I sat around with two of my buddies uh, hanging out, shooting the shit and just like the raw, honest, uh, uh, you know, conversations we have, this is what it's about. Yeah. It's, right. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't forced. It, it, and and I, I just appreciate you coming on and, and Dylan um, for helping out with all this and being there. Uh, everything you guys are doing, just get, keep doing it. it, it it's, it's, it's so cool. It's so awesome. Um, and I'm glad to see where this is going. I, I love the direction that you and Dylan are taking. The amount of energy that you're putting into this is just, it, it makes a guy like me like stoked to see what's coming up next, man. So um, I just want to say thank you, that. man. I, I really had a good time and I'm, you know, really, really happy that you guys are doing that. I'm glad to call both of you guys my bros now. So thank you. And appreciate it. Just know the feeling is mutual with both of you guys. I just feel like I've been rapping with a couple of friends, you know, and, uh, and that's good. That's good because, um, I don't know, it just, it's good. You know, it's a, I enjoy it. You guys are, you guys do a good job, man. Even, even the fact that you called last night and I'm like, they want to, they want to talk before the interview <laughs> and Isaac, man, he, he's got this business side to him, man. His eyes were like big and he's really sharp and no, no slang and everything. He's talking about everything goes. I'm like, Wow, man, this guy's got it together. And you and you do the same thing, Greg. You guys work together and you run a really good show. You guys Thank you. are professional and I'm impressed. I, I got to ask one question. What are the headphones for? Uh, we've been listening to music this whole time. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, we're rocking out. No, it's just, uh, it's just so we can hear ourselves back into the, from our microphone back in. This is our audio from the interview. So you can hear each other. Well, we hear you. It's it's. I I use it just so I can hear my mic level. And if I I'm way back here or I'm right here, I wouldn't know if it sounds right. So, well, it looks really professional. Hey, 
It's not. You know? It's really not. Yeah. It's. It's. <laughs> no, is, Isaac. Let it go. Let it. Let this go, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's our, very well our, thought our, out. Our producers and our I'm staff. Buying, yeah, our staff and producers and all of our executive team. We want to thank them too for making sure we got the right headphones and microphones and you know cameras and everything. My background is all set up by my design team. It's just a. It's a well-oiled machine. RL. I knew it. I knew it. I could tell that last night, man. You guys are on it. <laughs> my, no, headf- it- my headphones are so you can't hear my kids arguing downstairs about who's beating who in Fortnite is literally <laughs> what it is, dude. So I don't, like, I can't hear them um, arguing over like, you know, who, who's, cause they get 20 minutes each dude on like Fortnite. And so like it turns into fisticuffs downstairs. And so I really? just don't, I don't want to hear it while I'm like talking to somebody. That's literally what it is. <laughs> I'm going to have a pair on my next interview. I'm going to have a little, uh, microphone that comes down here I mean, yeah. you don't need that anymore but he, isaac's got it isaac flip it down show RL. i saw it up there boom yeah. look at that he's you he can direct so air traffic now this is this is what this is me on conference calls at work all day like i don't bust out the nice mic because i have to type and stuff like that so like the nice mic is only for like hanging out on the weekends <laughs> you know like <laughs> Yeah. Right. All so, right. Well, I appreciate you guys having me and I uh, thoroughly enjoyed this whole thing, man. Thank you. Well, I can tell you what, and sorry about that uh, little pause there, but thanks again. Um, Isaac, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this up. So everybody, if you enjoyed as much as we have having our guest today, RL Osborne on the show, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Don't miss another episode and, and, and continue coming back and, and we're, always try to provide the best guests that we can with the best content and we appreciate your support. We appreciate all of you listening. Um, if you're out there riding your bike or you're driving your car, or you're at work, you can always tap in and listen to us on um, um, Apple podcasts and Spotify to uh, our live streaming podcasts. And thanks again to everyone for showing up, man. We are stoked that you're here and RL, thank you. And Dylan again for showing up. Super stoked to have you, as we said, uh, Isaac, why don't you go ahead and uh, wrap us up, brother? Yeah, thanks everybody hanging out. Thanks for for watching. Thanks for riding your bikes with us. Thanks for riding back in the day, and uh, thanks for being our friends, man. We appreciate it. Looking forward to all the comments and and you know we do the live ch- we do live chats when we premiere these on YouTube. So thanks for everyone that shows up to that and, and hangs out. Um, you can find us at bigbikebmx.com. You can find RL Osborne on all of his social media. If you just look up RL Osborne Freestyle. Super easy to find him. Definitely follow him. Uh, he's got a page on Facebook. He's got an Instagram. He's got a YouTube. So follow all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely real talk from, uh, you know, El Cid. It's, it's awesome. So thanks, RL. Thanks, everyone, for watching. And we'll catch you guys next week. Take care. Cool, Go thanks. ride your bikes. <laughs>